The owners took eight swings last episode. And they smashed one out of the park. We got a deal done, Dan. Let's get to it. We got that to discuss. Maybe we'll shoot a couple more out. Let's get to it. District, you know the Pope listens. Dynasty, our religion, fought the blokes missing on all of these trades, on all of these plays, on all of these grades. By the end of the day, y'all getting played. So, what you gonna do next? Try to fill up that flex? Send the homie a text? That trash offers the best? You try to make it complex? Then they text you back, now all of a sudden they don't make any sense? <laughs> Broaden your horizons, boy. Dynasty's not for the Simons, boy. These trades not for consignment, boy. Respect your opponent, y'all some piranhas, boy. This my advice from me to you. Open up your cute little podcast queue. Search up G-O-A-T District, my dude. Pop it in your ear, man. Y'all know what to do. It's the... And I always be traded. And I always be traded. And I always be traded. Y'all try to betray them, but first you gotta bait them. What is up, Dynasty Land? We're back in the owner's lounge. Dan, we're fresh off of getting an... When you get a proposal accepted, Dan, there's there's just that... You know, it's one of those... What's that that the kids get when they're on their social media, you know, and gets the endorphins going? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the uh, endorphin rush, serotonin rush. There it is. There it is. All the good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's that good feeling. It's like when you buy yourself something new, you know, something fresh, those fresh pair of Nikes or whatever it is you want to go get yourself... When you get a nice trade done, Dan, especially in a big league like the uh, the pros versus Joes, a team that we needed to improve on, uh, we got a pretty nice deal done, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, you know, and this is this is definitely a team where we're going for it this year. So uh, we're trying to load up that starting roster, and uh, you know, we sacrificed I think a little bit of depth, but um, you know, we're and, and, and we we moved into some older players, which I think is okay if you're going for it. Um, so, you know, we've, we've still got all our picks for next year and everything. So we're in good shape and, uh, you know, we're going to give it a shot this year. I mean, we're always going for it. This is the only team that we haven't been competitive with in the last year. So we really wanted to work on it. The nice thing about moving into older guys at the positions that we did is for me, you know, we talk about this often running back, I'm going year to year. And tight ends, man. Those guys, those guys will play till they're till they're in their forties. You know what I mean? Like they're not, right. not their forties, but you know what I'm saying. They, yeah. you're, you're not as worried about when they hit that thirty mark. Um, so Waller for us is is a nice pivot from Ingram, who got a nice value boost last year with what he did in Jacksonville. Now you bring in Ridley to the equation, so you've got more you know mouths to feed, as the, the, the they say. But again, moving off of Pacheco and and Charbs. You know, we talked a lot about this before we came on. And even when we put this thing together, guys, go check out the last episode, episode seven, where we basically talked through eight different trade proposals uh, in, a, in two different leagues in the FFPC. And this is one of them. We sent Zach Charbonnet and Pacheco. You know, Charbonnet obviously comes in with draft capital, a younger guy, but he's got Walker ahead of him. We still haven't seen him in the NFL. We'll get right back this high win rate fantasy football content right after this word from our sponsors.
And we're back. Yep, Ingram, Pacheco, Charbonnet for Darren Waller and Aaron Jones. So, uh, you know, we traded a couple of younger running backs. Uh, Ingram, not not that much younger than Waller, but, um, you know, I think Waller is in a better spot. So uh, I, I what we're trying to do here is um, consolidate some points because, again, we're, you know, we have a lot of decent guys, but we needed some more guys that were closer to hammers. And we think there's a chance Waller could be a hammer at tight end. We think there's a chance Aaron Jones could be a hammer at um, at running back, much more so than uh, Zach Charbonnet or Pacheco are likely to be. So uh, that was that was kind of the reasoning behind the move. Yeah, and, and yeah, I don't think there's much else to say about that one. I'm glad we got it done. We we both like Aaron Jones coming in the season. I mean, he's like we talked about uh, often these last few weeks. You you got to think that that Green Bay offense leans a bit more on the run game with with Jordan Love coming in as as you know a newer quarterback to replace Aaron Rodgers now do we you know what why don't we go over to is it the hard way Dan yeah so the hard way is another one where I mean we did well we won did we win the hard way Dan um yes we did win that one I keep I keep forgetting we finished second and one and we won the other and I, I keep mixing them up so I apologize that I keep asking you every show pretty much but in the hard way we were looking at our teams prior like we have a nice roster you know J- Justin Herbert JT Najee we picked up in a trade Keenan Allen CD Lamb TJ Hawk um Ridley Pittman but then you get to the bench and I mean we've got a pretty big bench there yep. with um well, Gibby Algier, Jalen Warren, uh, getting a lot of talk right now. We, we've got him after picking up Najee in a trade. Sean Tucker, James Conner. So nicely stacked depth-wise at running back. Like if we went into the season with this this backfield, that'd be super fun. And then um, Jelani Woods, who I, mean, I can't get enough Jelani Woods to be honest this year. Aiden Hurst and Tyler Higby, who I mean, you don't even hear about Tyler Higby these days. Yeah, these these are three of my very favorite uh, late round tight end targets in yep. uh, in redraft and uh, best ball leagues. So, you know that I feel real good about our depth at tight end. I think that um, you know these are going to become more tradable pieces during the season. Right now, um, you know I I think the 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 way to play the tight end is just let these guys sit on our bench and just kind of you know they they need to marinate for a while. They're not they're not quite ripe yet, but. Uh, during the season, I think at least one or two of them are going to become uh, uh, pretty valuable assets, you know, pieces that you can throw into a starting lineup uh, pretty much any week that you want, uh, which either we can use or we can trade them off to somebody else who is uh, struggling a little bit more. Yeah, and I mean, you, we've got Tim Patrick and, and MVS at receiver. I mean, we're not, we talk about often, Dan, how we like being top heavy at receiver in, in our, especially our dynasty bills on the FFPC. The way that the starting lineups with the flexes, it just fits really nicely. We just talked about the depth we have at running back. So we've got Keenan Allen, CeeDee Lamb, Ridley, and Pittman, um, yeah. and then the other two on the bench. So we've got enough bodies, you know, at the receiver position that are legit. Me personally, the first thing I would probably look at doing just because I Ridley, I worry about. I just don't know if he's going to be more or less valuable this time next year or even earlier in the season. The first the first uh, segment of the season. That's my concern. I think are you're a little higher on Ridley, I think. No. Yeah, uh, you you and I definitely see him a little bit different. I think he's, uh, you know, kind of the missing alpha that uh, this offense has been looking for. Uh, and you know, but 
I understand people are concerned because of his performance the last year that he was in Atlanta. Uh, it was, you know, and people point to, well, Julio, you know, was, was just, you know, making it too easy on him. So that's why he, he finished so well uh, in his best year. And I, I do think there's some of that. But I also think uh, Ridley has always had alpha uh, characteristics and he just needs to, uh, you know, be in an environment where he can go out there and do that. I mean, you know, uh, two years ago he... He had some, uh, you know, some problems mentally. He was uh, struggling, and uh, you know, that's that's nothing we want to hold against him. And uh, last year, he got he got dinged by the gambling policy. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what he comes back like this year. But uh, you know, I don't worry about that. He's gonna, you know, not be in football shape or anything like that. I think he's he's probably, if anything, primed and ready to come back and hit it hard. So. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see how that kind of situation plays out though. So if you like Ridley, what pieces in here are you looking, would you consider kind of either pairing up or looking upgrade from? Yeah. Now, now to say that I like Ridley, uh, that doesn't mean that I'm unwilling to move him. So, um, you know, those are basically two separate things, you know, and I, the way I see it is we've got. We've got four really nice pieces of wide receiver. I don't think we really want to have less than that. So if we trade Ridley, somehow there's got to be a wide receiver coming back. Um, don't you think? Yeah, it would be for like for an upgrade to okay, one. So, Rid- so you're looking at like Ridley and uh, Gibson or something like that. and uh, Exactly. Know, to, to try exactly. to upgrade. Yeah, like some kind of – let me see what our picks are there. I mean, we've got we've got a first and second. We, not that I'm looking necessarily to move our first right now, but more like – Maybe the second, uh, pair that up with something, Ridley or Pittman. Um, I'm looking at the Anthony Richardson owner. His name is uh, Clutch Like Shelley. You might know this man. Um, <laughs> he's a uh, spokesperson for the La Quinta chain. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, Pittman uh, is somebody I definitely don't mind moving either. Um, if we can find somebody who's, you know, willing to give us value. I. You know, Keenan Allen, it just isn't going to make sense for us to move because we're in a win-now situation. Uh, you're never going to get out of Keenan Allen what he's going to be worth to you in points during the season. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a tough one to move. And then CeeDee Lamb, um, you know, it, we could move him. But, you know, again, you want to be able to get a hammer back in return. So, you know, I don't see how we're we're really moving ourselves very much forward by moving Lamb unless... If, if anything, those are the type of guys I want to move into at the receiver right. position. I want exactly. as many as the as, as high up in the tiers as I can get with my receivers. That's usually what I'm trying to do with in FFPC builds, especially. So that's why I'm trying to either get Pittman or Ridley up to a, a higher tier is, is I think what I'd like to do at receiver maybe, or if, or if we, we involve some other positions, we can definitely play with that. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the, Ridley and Pittman, uh, we can combine them with either Gibson or Connor um, at running back and try to lever up that way or try to combine them with a second-round pick and try to lever up that way. But, you know, with the second-round pick, we're not going to be able to probably lever up quite as far. Uh, Running backs are always scarce, so uh, those probably are going to hold a little bit more value than a typical second-round pick. Is is Shelley as in love with A.J. Brown as we are? Um. Probably he's he is pretty. Much. I mean, I know he is when he owns them. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't think we're going to be able to. Here, I'm moving over to uh, the rosters, and so yeah, he's um, 
you know, he's he's looking fairly competitive other than he needs some more running back. So, you know, that he might be somebody who'd be willing to take on like Gibson plus, uh, you know, Ridley or Gibson plus uh, Pittman and allow us to move up. I'm just putting something together here. I'm just trying to see if how it fits. Right. But the problem is he's such a huge T Higgins fan. I mean, we're not we're not getting to the Jamar Chase tier tier that way. No, the only the only one that I see right now that's interesting to me on his roster is AJ Brown. Okay. And I think because he has those other big name pieces, there might be a slight chance and because he's got like 100 receivers and two running backs. So, I was looking initially I put in Pittman in our first for AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Just because that's like a clean, you know, he gets a first and Pittman pairs it up with Richardson and we get a monster at who I think could be the, the receiver one this year. But um, the other way to do it would be to do, actually, let me see. I have Ridley Gibson, and I'm just trying to fit in the difference, which I think might be, no, that's not enough. Was, the second's not enough there. Yeah, with Ridley. Is Gibson the only guy you think he likes there? I think Gibson probably is the guy that he likes the best, yeah. Okay. Um, out of who we have. Um, obviously he'd like Jonathan Taylor too, but I don't, I don't even think he's that big of a Najee Harris guy. So, okay. Let me see what else he has to even out the other side. Uh, like a smaller type piece that we could, I mean, it definitely wouldn't be, I mean, maybe he throws, let me try this. Hold on. He has a second and a third. So that might just be a matter of fitting one of those in there. So what deal you're looking at putting together? What are the, the main pieces here? Um, so it'd be Calvin Ridley. Okay. Antonio Gibson. Yep. And our first. Okay. And I don't know that you want to do this. I'm just... Yeah. AJ Brown and a third. Okay. Um, now what happens if you switch in uh, Pittman for... You mean uh, Ridley? Calvin Ridley, yeah. No, that's with Ridley. Yeah, well, I'm saying use Pittman. Pittman. Yeah, use Pittman instead of Ridley because I think he's probably going to like Pittman a lot better than Ridley. Well, he's he's value. He's got more value, so that might allow us to not have to move. Hold on, let me now try with the second because that might make it fit better. Yeah, and, um, I mean it's like two seventy to two eighty six. So yeah. Gibson Pittman in a second. For AJ Brown, straight up. Let's give it a shot. That's uh. Can start there. Yeah, that's a that's you know. It's a good starting point. Exactly. Uh, you know, you're 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 not getting laughed out of the uh, the room on that trade for sure. Okay. So I said second Pittman and Gibson for AJ Brown. Yeah. Okay, I'm sending it right now. All right, look at that. Boom. That's how we do it. Yes. Okay. The other thing we could try, we could look at. Um, Maybe if this one doesn't go, what what is uh, Gibson versus uh, Bateman value wise? Like a just RB for Straight wide up. receiver. I would imagine that it's close. I think Gibby might have more value. Let me just see. Bateman is really not really not on Bateman from what I can see. Yeah, see Gibby's. It's pretty much what I thought. Is seventy seven to fifty four Gibby. Wow. Yeah, Bateman has really fallen. I just I think he's. Um, He's so distressed right now that he becomes attractive. Like you know, I would I would rather have Bateman than either um, MVS or 
whichever is the other scrub. That what about have. Bateman in a third and we send Gibson? Yeah, that would be a possible too. Uh, you so this is one thing that I've let me is it no it doesn't really affect it but do we want to wait to see yeah I think we want because I've shot myself in the foot where I send like a little one after and then they accept the little one and then the other one gets kind of pushed to the side you know right exactly because we Gibson's common to both uh offers so yeah I did there even worse. Yeah, that's totally. I've sh I shot myself once in the foot and I was so pissed. I was like, oh man, why did I send that last one? You know, you try to give them options. Right. But it, it really just didn't, it didn't fly in my favor. Yep. All right. So we've got that one. We could probably put another one or two together in the same team. Uh, we got a belt to defend. And I mean, this is, this is for sure the most competitive um, dynasty team I think that we're in together. I mean, there, none of them are. A walk in the park let's be straight with that right yeah another uh, another team that might be looking to add a little bit of running back um you know i don't know how um how abib is feeling but uh the stay ready um is his team and he's got aaron jones travis Etienne, a chain and then a bunch of maybe hopes at running back which team but, is that and then i want to go back to lord kratos which team are you on? Uh, that's stay ready. It's okay. um it's up on our, our screen yeah, right it. now. I got it. Yep. And he's he's got some decent running back uh or some decent wide receiver death. So Oh yeah. So he Ooh. might be willing Don, to make Dotson sticks out. Yep. We could try to go after Hill while there's trouble in the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Abib is gonna I, I I highly doubt we'll get a discount from Abib on that one. Yeah, uh, I know. And I was even thinking, like, I wonder if we could somehow turn Cousins and TJ Hawk into Kittle and Allen. But I know he's not concerned at all. I was no. just listening to their, uh, they just dropped first and 15th. And they're yeah. talking about it. He's not too worried about Diggs. No. And so I think, but trying to get Dotson, I think that's a, that's a worthwhile endeavor. Um, again, Gibson plus something uh, for Dotson. Might be a decent trade. Let me see here. Because I really feel like this is a good time to strike on uh, getting selling Gibson because there's been a lot of steam going on with him lately. And, um, you know, maybe it all comes true, but we've seen a lot of steam happen around Gibson before and he kind of fall, fell flat. So uh, getting an opportunity to move him here. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think Dotson is kind of an ascending piece rather than a descending piece. And Gibson is more, I don't know if I'd call him descending, but he's more flat. I mean, you know, it's hard to see Gibson becoming some sort of league winner. Uh, so we could send Gibson in a third for Dotson. Yeah, let's try that. Do we want to try that with the other one in? I'm okay with it because honestly, if we got Dotson, I'd feel, you know, I'd, I'd feel like we've made a positive move, uh, you know, and that would open up some, you know, if we wanted A.J. Brown, we could turn right around and, uh, you know, do something with uh, Pittman and Dotson and get AJ Brown maybe or something. I don't know. So I, I, I think well, that's not, that's not a bad point. That's not a bad point. I, yeah. yeah. You know what? Let's send that as well then. So Dotson and then we Gibby and, Oh, we don't have our third. Oh, we don't. Yeah. I was thinking of the other, <laughs> the other team. Uh, that's too bad. Uh, we could, uh, what about throwing in, uh, we could probably throw in uh, Allgaier or something like that. Uh, Algier? 
Yeah. I think he's going to out, outplay his ADP this year. Okay. I just so think you'd, ra- that, you'd rather hang on to him. Yeah. I, I think that he's, I think he's actually really sneaky in best ball right now. I really like Algier. Just we, everybody thinks this team's going to run so much. If they're, look, you're not going to run the kid, you know, Bijan his rookie year into the ground. So I think Algier will, as, you know, as long as his offense is decent, I think he's going to get more value on your team than trading him now. Like at this point, I don't know. That's just me. Mm-hmm. No, like if, you, if he was getting like some Jalen Warren hype, I'd be all about moving it. But I think right now Algier is a good hold. Okay. How far off is it to do um, Gibson a second for Dotson? Well, we could do a swap. Swap a second for a third. Yeah, he doesn't have any thirds either, though. No, he doesn't. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> All right, let me see. We so need twenty twenty-five picks available. That's it. That's what. So we need. why don't we do? Uh, we could take a fourth back. I mean, those those have some value in these drafts. Because um, I don't think he's going to send us like a Thielen or you know um, what else he have here. Yeah, he might send a Thielen. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see how that fits in there, and if we. Because, I mean, I don't hate Thielen this year. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, Thielen or Lazard. Um, well, Lazard was the other one I was looking at. And they both actually still come under. Yeah. Or or Shahid is also an interesting uh, name. I, I was thinking that one, too. Let me see here. Because we can just send all four. All three. Yeah. So I put Dotson, Thielen, and a fourth for Gibson okay. in a second. And it's, like, dead even. Okay. Do you want to send that? Yeah. Yeah, let's and do that. You said the other one was with who? Shahid? Shahid is good. Uh, Lazard is good. Shahid, yeah, it comes. It's a little less, but it's in the same ballpark. And then Lazard, I have a feeling, is going to be more. I have to take out the. Yeah, it is. If we take out the pick. Yeah, so Lazard, we just remove the pick. Done. So you send all three. So Gibson, yeah. Gibson, and a second. Okay. For Dotson, Thielen, and a fourth. Yep. Who's is how's G dubs versus this team? Uh, let's see. Has a better roster right now. Actually, stay ready. We finished what second? Um, I heard them talking about that. No, I think they finished third though. Or uh, it was a top team, anyways. Yeah, they were a top team. So we should we'll just do G dubs. Okay. So then to them it feels like they didn't even lose anything. It's not even their pick. So second, fourth. All right. So that's the first one. Go back. Take out Thielen, put Lazard, take out the pick. Let's leave those two. Okay. Because the other one is like my third favorite. All right. So let's see if we can get those done. And if not, we'll send the other one just as a last last attempt. You good with that? Yeah. Yep, totally. Okay. All right. So we are, what are we on time here? 26? I think we're good, Dan. I think we, uh, we, we, get, we got a deal done off of last week's show. So guys, make sure you check out last week's episode. Um, what is it? What did I call that, Dan? The FFPC Dynasty Trades Fiesta. We got Aaron Jones with his uh, sombrero on, and uh, he was, as you guys heard earlier in the show, part of a deal that we got done in our Pros versus Joes Superflex League. And then we just put together a few uh, handful of trade offers in our 500 Hardway FFPC Dynasty that Dan took down. Dan and I took down last season in 2022. We appreciate you guys hanging out. Dan, you got anything, uh, any final words? No, I think the main thing is, you know, this is a a good time of year to just, uh, you know, be looking to kind of start to clean up your roster a little bit. You know, we're still a long way from the the season actually starting. But, 
you know, it's, it's not too late to start filling your needs uh, instead of just waiting until late in training camp where sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to get it done. And, and take advantage of those little headlines, you know, those right. those middle of July, June headlines that come out where it's just people are just scraping, beat writers are just looking for something. Take advantage of those. Go get yourself some values. Send offers. You guys see every time we get on, Dan and I, I mean, we, we don't plan this. We don't plan this for weeks. We get on, we look at these teams, and we just send out offers that, that we think make sense for both teams. Hopefully, we, you know, some of them get through. Have you guys seen? We've got some pretty big deals done, Dan, since we started this show. So if you haven't, this is like the first time you check out the Owner's Lounge. Go check it out. We've, we've gotten some really nice deals. Um, we've got a few episodes now. This is episode eight. And again, we thank you guys for tuning in. Go send your offers. Get some trades done. Always be trading. We'll check you guys all. You know the Pope listens Dynasty our religion For the blokes missing On all of these trades On all of these plays On all of these grades By the end of the day Y'all getting played So what you gonna do next? Try to fill up that flex Send the homie a text That trash offers the best You try to make it complex Then they text you back Now all of a sudden They don't make any sense <laughs> Broaden your horizons boy Dynasty's not for the Simons boy these trades not for consignment, boy. Respect your opponent, y'all some piranhas, boy. This my advice from me to you. Open up your cute little podcast queue. Search up G-O-A-T District, my dude. Pop it in your ear, man. Y'all know what to do. It's the... And I always be traded. Traded. And I always be traded. Traded. And I always be traded. Y'all try to betray them, but first you gotta bait them. Bait